Hello there, this is Tom off the Life's a Pitch podcast. We've not been able to record a new episode of the podcast this week as our schedules have been super hectic. Luckily, we have this grab bag of lost pictures from a time we did a robots episode. We'll hopefully be recording the Ancient Aliens episode for next week, which is something I'm super looking forward to. Remember, if you want to get involved in giving us film titles, if you're a new listener or if uh, if you've never given us titles before and you want to, uh, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter, or is it X now? Uh, who knows? Uh, at Life's a Pitch Show and Patreon. Uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast as well, there'll be more on that last one at the end. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome to the Life's a Pitch Podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... So, from Jeff Beard, we've got Biscuit Dispenser. (laughs) Biscuit Dispenser. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I have... A trope okay. by this. So this is the trope of friendly robot goes bad for a bit. Okay. This yeah. is you know, um Big Hero Six. Yes. Where uh, where the robot goes red eyed okay. and it uh, starts murdering everyone. So we're talking Robin Williams cookie inventor vibe here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Robin Williams has made Oh, I've made a business dispenser. It's gonna be great. It's gonna, it's gonna shoot all the biscuits out you, you, you ever want. You want a, you want a, uh, a desert biscuit, a, a bourbon biscuit, a, a, a just a, a ginger nut. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't, uh, and and uh, you want a ginger nut, don't you? Uh, then like the guy with ginger hair is there. It's like yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah. It's about as funny as Patch Adams. So uh... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the level of Robin Williams humor we like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I think the thing is that he's like, don't you hate it when when you're trying to get a, uh, a a biscuit out for uh for for watch when you're watching a movie yeah. and and uh, it's all you've got to rustle with the with the packet uh it's it's, it's awful or you've got to take the lid off the off the cookie jar or whatever yeah. and then uh and uh, like he's like my biscuit dispenser will, will dispenser will solve all that and it just you know feeds out silently feeds out his little <laughs> mouth it's just got a tongue on it, and it's just got a got a biscuit on the end of that tongue. Would you like a biscuit? <laughs> oh yes, please. Oh, um, and it comes out of a little little with thing with a single biscuit on it. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and I think I think it gets discarded. Mm-hmm. Right, this is the whole thing. It's like they find this biscuit dispenser in a rubbish tip. Yeah, these kids they're just plowing through the rubbish. Yep. And like, whoa, what is this? It's like, I am a biscuit dispenser. Yes. Uh, in mean, meanwhile, Robin Williams has got success with a another invention. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, like, it gets discarded because Robin Williams gets a knock on the door that, like, his, uh, you know tennis racket that that shouts abuse at the other player um, well, yeah, has, has he, taken he, off yeah he <laughs> tennis racket that shouts abuse <laughs> and, uh, I just quickly skimmed over that I was like wait hang on that's that's the stupidest invention I think I've ever heard of why would that take off <laughs> What kind of what what general market is he, is he selling that to? 
McEnroe. It's just McEnroe. It's just <laughs> McEnroe. He doesn't play tennis properly anymore. <laughs> just McEnroe yeah he's just spending all his money everyone loves McEnroe now yeah <laughs> I don't know, like I, I think it's just sort of he becomes he's like a kind of a Jeff Bezos yeah. figure yeah. right he's he's big he's huge Some, something else he has has yeah. taken off and and that and that biscuit dispenser was like his first invention yeah yeah who's like it, he really um this thing he applied for his business license for, you know, yes. like to because yeah. he really thought that would take off. Uh, yeah, he loved it. They spent a lot of time together. Yeah, and I, I think this biscuit dispenser, they get into a load of hijinks with it. I, I can't really name any hijinks they could possibly get into. <laughs> Maybe when we break this story, Maybe it we'll... dispenses biscuits at a very high speed. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, you help him with a bully. You, yeah, you, you, it, you, you can turn a dial at the back and it, and it makes the biscuit come out faster. Right, so this kid's been bullied down at the local junkyard. Yeah, as, as often happens. <laughs> as often happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, um, or, right, <laughs> someone's dared this kid to go into the junkyard. Yeah, yeah, it's one, this... of, those, it's one of those being chased by bullies yeah. go in there to hide from yes. them. Yes, and then suddenly biscuits fire out of these bullies and it was like, ah, oh, ah, but biscuits? Oh, they're all mouldy and stuff as well. Yeah, oh, oh, disgusting. And it's like, I saw you were in trouble, so I fired biscuits at them. He's like, who said that? <laughs> I am the biscuit dispenser. And like, oh, do you want to be my best friend? Who's playing the biscuit dispenser? Ah, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah that's, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. he, he also does very self-referential quips. <laughs> uh, I, I, like, he looks over at a robotic Pikachu and just goes, yeah, Jake, get a load of that guy. <laughs> so maybe um, uh, this, uh, the, the heart of, the emotional heart of his movie is, is the idea of being left behind. Yeah. Maybe the kid's uh, uh, a, a, an orphan. Yeah. Um, uh, lives in uh, like a like a like a not a foster home, but like mm. a yeah. It's like like um, what's it called? Like uh, Tracy Beaker sort of. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, there's the, multi. They call it a dumping ground. Yeah, in, they do it in uh, Tracy Beaker. Like um, that. but uh, maybe uh, or maybe it's like um, you know, dad's left. Yes, yeah. You know, there's a, a divorce going on, or it's got very big Spielberg vibes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like uh, family family drama happening yeah, yeah, in the yeah. background, clearly, and exactly. like his only friend is this business. This and they and they both are dealing with the idea of being uh, left. being left behind. Yeah. And and so uh, kind of spurred on by the fact that his dad, you know, mm. is is away. Because he's, he's 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 there's a divorce going on. He's gone on a on a business trip. You won't even see him. He's like, I, you know, I can't yeah. take your call now, buddy. Um, you know, I'm I'm signing some papers. Yeah. It's J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Um, and I, I I think I think we've sort of we know where this is going. Yeah, yeah. So they 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 um, spurred on by that. Yeah. Um, he. Takes takes this biscuit dispenser to Ro- to Robin yeah. Williams as as, uh, as like big city plaza yeah. like um, uh, high rise yeah and I just love the idea of Robin Williams going like oh I've I've forgotten who you are 
and stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah. sort of having like a goodwill hunting deep robin williams yeah, moment yeah like yeah, yeah. <laughs> having, that, having that tender moment yeah of, like hook or um, something like that you yeah know. and i think i think here's the thing the biscuit dispenser the chip was that was way too technologically advanced for the biscuit dispenser yeah and so and and the, the high rise is shaped like this cylindrical biscuit dispenser right so it just starts firing out floors uh i've, I've got it no no Rum williams is in trouble because he's under a defense contract right right and he needs he needs to find that thing like he he remembers putting a mechanism in one of his old inventions yeah. that fired something at a rapid pace. Yeah. Fired really massive things. Right? He can't remember what it is because yeah. it was that long ago yeah. and stuff like that. And in the middle of the movie, that's when they get to Rob Williams. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I've not seen you for, for decades. This yeah. is amazing. This is amazing. This is just, this is just what I needed. And you think yeah. it's like a kind of like connecting with your roots kind of yeah, moment yeah. and he just goes I need you for for the part I'm missing yeah he like snaps open the top yeah, yeah. or like um, or just uses it yeah and just like hacks into its its mainframe and yeah. whatever and suddenly this di- biscuit dispenser's eyes have got like glowing red yeah and then suddenly it's firing out metal discs that yes. like that chop up uh, like uh, dummies heads like in like in a queue uh, Q scene in a James Bond movie, yeah. um, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, it's then become this like killing machine, mm-hmm. this biscuit dispenser, yeah. and and the kids like, no, no, that's my friend, yeah. and and uh, and I think him and uh, him and his other little like nerdy friends try and uh, try and break into to Robin Williams's place again yeah, yeah. to, to uh, download his old memories yeah it's kind of got a toys vibe this actually kind of yeah another Robin Williams movie yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah that's I think that's that about right yeah yeah that's uh, I, I'm surprised we got that from Biscuit Dispenser yeah. but here we are I think so. there's, there's got to be at some point though that like the, the whole the whole building is shaped like a, one of these like cylindrical dispensers yeah and I do think while, when this thing goes rogue and they plug it into the building yeah it just fires out the bottom floor <laughs> like it's a biscuit yeah yeah and they need that's why they need to shut it down as well like yeah. the stakes of <laughs> these floors are flying off with people on them yeah so it's just, just like, like yeah. oh my god flying them for miles yeah into another building yeah. <laughs> good lord so from Ross Originals we've got automatons of fun automatons of fun I like this because it's definitely going to be your um, sort of uh, Chuck E. Cheese uh, or moreover no never mind uh, it, it's it's the it's a small world sort of uh, oh, vibe yeah. you know yeah, yeah. it's, it's Westworld yeah it's, it's a ride in which <laughs> yeah. you know you've got all these things going off um, and they will enforce that you have fun that yes that is uh, that's the ride that's that's the it's it's a ride in a theme park called Automatons of Fun. Yeah, and it's it's one of those sort of Walt Disney things where it's like the Carousel of Progress. Yeah, um, it's the future of uh, robots and and how they'll help us and make us fun and, yes. and they make us have fun all the time. Look look at this uh, self driving Hoover, uh, self driving vacuum cleaner that yep. will just clean up your your rooms and look, it's coming to some stairs. <laughs> it knows where the stairs are. <laughs> And it won't fall down. I also like I like when um, sci-fi does like what entertainment will be like. 
Oh yeah. Like you know in um uh in the Star Wars Christmas, Christmas special, special. Yes. Where, oh, I'm like, so glad you've you got, brought like, this up. Holograms of just circus performers. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like what I wouldn't want to watch holograms of circus performers now. I wouldn't want to watch Wookiee VR porn. <laughs> would I? <laughs> That, that may have sound like it came out of nowhere, but <laughs> you, if you, you watch you've the Star Wars holiday special, special, it does make sense. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you, you can't. You too can watch a Wookiee watch porn. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's. it's um, but uh, yeah, like it is weird that they just don't. People making entertainment for the future, yeah, don't seem to quite know what is entertaining now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine has holograms of Elvis. Yeah, it's like great. Yeah, it's a hologram of Elvis. A tiny what holog- do with this. A tiny hologram of Frank Sinatra <laughs> in a little glass glass ball. And I think the reason for that, and the reason that the the automatons are fun, is that they left deciding what would be fun to the people on the ride. Yeah. To a machine learning algorithm. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that machine learning algorithm, as entertainment has got much more like shock yeah. and stuff like that, it just starts. Get, it's it's like <laughs> it's it's like you know how Skynet goes. Humans are a threat to humans. Yeah. So I must kill all the humans. Yeah. It's like that. Humans will eventually get to the point where where entertainment is killing is humans killing other humans. They'll love it. Or, or you know, it's got the, there's this in, inherent system, right? Mm. Where in Disneyland, in this version of Disneyland, right? <laughs> in Disneyland, <laughs> in this version of in this version of like you know this this theme park, yeah, yeah. Each ride gets rated, each experience gets mm. rated out of five as soon as you exit it. Yeah, right. But here's the thing: because of the quirk in the in the in the way that they do this, like a, a little bit like Uber drivers and stuff, right? Yeah. The more five stars you give, the less your five stars are worth. Yeah. Right? And the machine learning algorithm in the automatons of fun yeah. learns that if you kill the person in the ride <laughs> after just after they've given you a five stars, <laughs> they never do it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> so oh. so they, they make you have fun to death, basically. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So there's there's people just laughing like you hear people in rooms just laughing and then go ah oh, yeah and then and so the algorithm sort of like looks through your like what you like mm. and asks you questions and it becomes better and better and better and just creates a heaven for you oh my god and then just murders you at the most at, at the point at which you're having the most fun Fuck the point man. at which your brain is so saturated with dopamine yeah, yeah. that you couldn't possibly have any more fun they're like dead that's terrifying <laughs> yeah it, it's kind of like that god from american gods that that uh, pulls people into a vagina. Oh yeah, a little yeah, bit. It's, yeah. it's like that. <laughs> dying at the dying at the top, you know. Yeah. Um, the um, I think yeah, it's not even a five star rating. Mm. It's literally how much of this person's brain they're constantly scanning people's uh, chemicals. Yeah. To see how much dopamine is in their brain. I love it. So that's how this gets out of hand, and I think it's um, uh. The, the kind of human like the, the point of view character it's, is going to be it's down to Grumpy McTavish well yeah I'm thinking I'm thinking like it, it might well be uh, Bruce Willis yeah yeah Grumpy McTavish 
um, like a, a notoriously hard to please old guy. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a theme park critic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we see him. We see him like at the beginning of the movie on this roller coaster. That everyone's yeah. going. And he's just sat there on the front with a notepad. Yeah, he's a culture just, critic. He's yeah. like, you know, which includes theme parks. Oh, yeah, yeah. He specialises in theme parks. Comedy, yeah. culture, theme parks. Yeah. Like, uh, there's, there's comedians that they're doing their Netflix special, and it's the worst Netflix special ever because yeah. because Bruce Willis is in the audience. <laughs> Maybe it is. It's, it's sort of like, now, Grumpy. Mm. You know we we've got he's like why can't I why can't I have my 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 old uh, column back about about theater or movies? It's like because you haven't given anything more than a two stars in the five years you've had the column. <laughs> I'm surprised we still hide. People aren't listening. Uh, people people aren't reading it. Well, well, actually, no. People read it because it's like uh, Takeshi's Castle. It's like you, they might win. Yeah, they might. Yeah. <laughs> they might win. But it's like he might people... give something more than a two star rating. But the studios are coming down on us. We're owned by the same company as the stu- most of the you know the, the, yeah, like, yeah. the monopoly that controls everything. Listen, we're going to put you on an easy assignment, and it's going to be part of your holiday. We're going to pay you off, yep. and you're going to we're going to send you to Happy Town. Yep. Which and he's like, Happy Town. What in the hell is Happy you can Town? Go there. You can go where the. Uh, you can go there with the family. I know you've been having family troubles. You've been looking at divorce yeah. papers <laughs> in great, the shop window. Great exposition. Yeah, I love yeah. this. <laughs> just, I just love love. He walks past the divorce shop yeah. and there's, he's looking at different different papers uh, in the window. Mm, yeah, uh, not that one. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you this morning looking in the divorce shop. <laughs> um, and, and and he's like, Happy Town. What in the hell is Happy Town? <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and yeah, like it, through through a kind of like happy trauma. Yeah, this family's brought back together. Yes, exactly. He has to he has to ruin his family's day to save them. Yes, that's the tagline of the movie. <laughs> he has to ruin his family's day to save them. Yeah. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. But in so doing, he learns what makes them happy. Yeah. Right. He like. He doesn't know how to make. He doesn't know how to spend ta- quality time with them. Yeah. And this park is doing its best to fill their brain with dopamine. Yeah. Right. So he has to learn what they hate, or mm. sorry, what they like, and keep them away from it. Yeah. Thereby ruining their day. Yeah. So like little kids really into baseball. He's being whisked off to baseball land, but he replaces he replaces her with his nerd son. Right, yeah. so nerd son's now in baseball land, <laughs> and now and now and, and, and like the baseball girls now playing video games. She hates. Producer note, right? Yeah. How does this theme park still run? <laughs> like, like people have died. Yeah. Of dopamine overdoses. No, it's just it's just today that it's kicked. It's all okay, kicked right. off, right? That's, yeah, that's it. That's, it's the premiere. It's, it's hit. Know. It's it's yeah. hit its peak. Yeah. Like they've they've made the best ride. Yeah. This this robot has has built this thing. It's it's a, like a it's an algorithm that's built this ride that's yeah. meant to please everyone. And because he's doing a review, he's death. being taken around by the Willy Wonka of the of the process, right? Yeah. Like so, he's been given a bit of a bit bit of a not normal behind the scenes look, and he sees the five star dopamine results, and he yeah. sees the the X ray machines amendment. Yeah. Right. This theme park is brand new. Yeah. The. Uh, analysis that this 
algorithm has done, yeah. this robot has done, yeah. is from a movie streaming platform yeah. called Happy Town Plus. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. it's like, what do people respond to? <laughs> what are their... Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's done that to make everyone... Like, people are going to go there and they're just going to, like explode yep. to death like you've got like the, the point he's trying to make is you've got to have a bit of sadness yep. in your life yeah you can't have the highs without the lows yeah exactly exactly if you have too much highs your head explodes yeah, exactly that's the thesis of this movie <laughs> there we go um what was that called it's called automatons of fun oh it's good it's good it's good automatons of fun to, to save their lives he's got to ruin their day <laughs> so from riley we've got Robert. Robert? <laughs> just gets a bloke and just gets mistaken for a robot. Yeah. <laughs> People think he's a robot. Yeah. Because he's emotionless. Yeah, yeah. He's he's emotionless and walks with a like a, a, a steady judder. You know, he's very he's very um, robotic in his motions, he's very precise. Right. Yeah. Start with uh Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. He is he is being dumped by his girlfriend she's just like you just don't show any emotion he's yeah. like fine yeah fine whatever you, you're like you're like a robot yeah he's also an inventor yeah uh so he's just like well like my, my job is just so kind of like to, i mean he's, he's not an inventor he's, he works at like a computing lab or whatever yeah yeah so he, he's just like oh well well yeah, I guess that's that's just it's like you see you can't emote even when I'm breaking up he was like you're breaking up with me mm. oh well and, and like just like just yeah. she she leaves it's <laughs> raining and he's just like oh, it's raining that's a shame it's a shame yeah so better get the wash again yeah, yeah and I think just the plot of this movie is he makes a robot to replace him while he goes on like an eat, pray, love kind of <laughs> journey of self-discovery yeah. around the world. Yeah. And in so doing, he sets up his own downfall because this robot, like, is doing a better job of his life than he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, the robot somehow gets his girlfriend back. Yeah. Yeah. And in the meantime, maybe the robot starts making more versions of itself for other people. Right? Oh. That's, so you know he's he's working in the in the robot. You know he's working in the in the computing like uh, what I like to think of as that same office of um, Wayne Enterprises mm. that um, Edward Nigma uh, works in in um, Batman Batman Forever or but oh, right. not, uh, not Batman Forever. The one with uh, Tommy Lee Jones and... and um, oh, uh, I think that is Batman, Batman Forever. Batman yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, where it's just like... Uh, 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 Bruce Wayne's just going through, just like, the factory looks great. What fact... The science factory. <laughs> like, each person at this desk is doing a different thing. <laughs> I just realised uh, Edward Nygma works in the Gotham Police Department in Gotham. In in Gotham he does yeah, yeah. yeah. but in uh, but in um, uh, in in Batman Forever he works at Wayne Wayne uh, Enterprises in the science science one. factory science factory <laughs> yeah that's my favourite <laughs> title of a building um, but yeah so uh, like um, I think it, it, he he Joseph Gordon Levitt does that yeah. yeah. Um, Joseph Gordon Levitt, um, and <laughs> he, he is a great exclamation, isn't <laughs> he? Is, yeah. um, Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> He's not been doing very well in that job. No, but when the robot starts, 
the robot starts doing really well. Everyone, yeah, yeah. They're putting like they're, they're all like, oh, come on, you're going to come for a pint with us? You know, we, we, I, you're a big... and he's really sociable. Yeah, like the robot because he's got like a learning built-in thing. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I think I think they're just it's just one of those like weird comedy things where people like him for no explicit I don't think it's got it, I don't think it's charismatic no no I think it's just that people like it yeah yeah <laughs> it's just like but... Joseph you, you're looking so shiny today you look great man and then his mouth just opened thank you <laughs> it's like hey you know <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you want to come uh, out with us later on? You know, it's that sort of um, yes. uh, that inexplicable, like, uh, what's it called? Bedazzled vibe. You know, it's yeah, just yeah. like the humans are the weirdest thing about this. Yes. Um, uh, and uh, so like, he, he goes on his eat, pray, love thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, this robot is like uh, winning at life. Has become the president of this of this science factory, <laughs> right? And has and has he's been promoted. Yeah, yeah. And now is churning out versions of itself. Mm. Right to take because he believes he Joseph Gordon Levitt's told him yeah the robot uh, Robert yeah um, uh, that Robert. Uh, that uh, that like this is the best way forward yeah. right is that people are happier if they get to do whatever they want and then the robot you know takes their place yeah right so Robert the robot is um is is replacing other people with robots right yeah and then something like while Joseph Gordon-Levitt's doing his eat pray love thing mm. this is quite a fast paced like things are changing quite a lot mm. society is like there are, we've just discovered that the president's been replaced by a robot right you know in a sort of like yeah. we've got to oust all these robots in a Blade Runner style way oh yeah yeah and so suddenly you've got like and, and so suddenly a robotic man is very suspicious. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who's out in uh, Bali, yeah, yeah. you know, is, is is everyone's really suspicious of him because he's walking quite precisely and he's not showing very much emotion. Yeah, and, yeah. and so, like, uh, what's the Blade Runner test? Oh, uh, Voight Voight Kampf. Kampf. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, he fails it because he's, I, like, he's I too love, robotic. I love the idea that he's walking in a desert and he sees a turtle upside down. But that is like it's just a weird Blade Runner reference yeah. because he sees that actually happen and he just walks yeah. past. <laughs> He's just like, I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah. We uh, don't see his pupils dilate at all. No, like it's, it's um, it and... just leaves this turtle upside down. <laughs> like help. Yeah. And and so he's doing his you know he he comes back from his eat pray love like journey of self discovery. Yeah, hasn't changed that much, and now everyone's super suspicious of him. Well. This is this is the thing, right? Because this robot's won his girlfriend back, yeah. And the girlfriend thinks that like he's just got super charismatic. Yeah. So when he turns up yeah. to his apartment, sees his ex girlfriend there with the robot, she's got to then like, I think it comes to a point on the roof where she's got a gun and she's got to choose which one's yeah. the robot. In fact, no, I think do you know what's even better? Yeah. She gives him up as a robot. She gives actual Joseph Gordon-Levitt up. So this is the middle point of the movie, yeah. Where she just like she's like, I prefer this I prefer guy, the robot, and I'm sending you away. Yeah. I've called and the police. Like, I'm not a robot. I'm not a I'm robot. Not, I'm not. And then yeah. he's been dragged away by like um, Bob Hoskins and like about yeah. her. <laughs> while he's in prison. Yeah. <laughs> like, but then the robot tries to like kill her. Okay. Why does it do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think it's I think it's just that's that's what robots do. Okay. That's what they're that's what they're programmed <laughs> to do. Or like the, the self 
learning thing. I'm feeling like this is very Brazil esque. Yeah. You know, it, it's got it's got a real Brazil, it's got a dystopian Brazil vibe where humans are actually the, worse than the robots here. Yes. You know, yeah, like yeah. all the problems here have been like the robots just been doing its thing. Yeah. Right. The girlfriend's been uh, has given him up as a, a, a like to be sent to be thrown in an incinerator. Yeah. Like his his team members just liked a robot better for no explicable reason. Yeah. Uh, because he changed something, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, his boss promoted the robot for, yeah. for, for doing the job more efficiently. Mm. Like, it was just all the humanity that he, he shows, that Joseph Gordon-Levitt shows, is, is, is disregarded by the world. Yeah. Um, and, and we've got to... We've got to and now he's been, he's been taken to be incinerated. Yeah. I think, I think he's, he's got to be like... I think... If we're keeping up the Brazil vibe here, that just probably happens. Yeah, yeah. And then we, like I said, we follow the robot. Yeah. And this girlfriend, <laughs> as, as 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 like I'm, I'm trying as to as they think. come to visit the ashes. Yes. And the robot sheds a tear. Yeah. Over <laughs> over these ashes. And she's like, "You're too emotional." <laughs> yeah, the girlfriend's <laughs> girlfriend's angry about it. <laughs> too emotional. God. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's a real mix of Brazil she, and bedazzled. She, she just didn't want Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, apparently not. <laughs> no. Um, and as the world tears itself apart as they try to get rid of all these robots, yeah. the one remaining robot is Robert. You know, yeah. he's, he's he's still there. <laughs> Robert the robot. Yeah, Robert. <laughs> there you go. Joseph Gordon-Levitt wasn't that a fun time. So that is this week's Grab Bag episode. As always, thank you for listening, and uh, we want to thank our Patreons. So if you want to join our Patreon, you can get extra bonus features. You also get a vote on the genre each week. Uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Bitch podcast and give as little as $1 a month to get those bonuses. And also you get your name read out on the end of every show. So thank you to these people who support us on Patreon. They are Brandon Spanky Mills, Sally Kin's Prom Band, Scrimpy Annie Hal Halls, Stephen D. Thomas. Imagine having a nonsense word as your display name for six months and constantly forgetting to change it. Couldn't be me, sorry. I've changed this now to light a fire under my arse so that there is a new episode of orcsordorks.podbean.com in time for the next. Fingers to hand. You have won the Life's a Pitch tri-monthly prize draw. Connect us for a tour of the studio. James Delaney. Through crumple on or in the on in upon the gallery. And womp umpin the weir. A written prediction of future events beneath a rugged woodland. Please disregard the following. Stage direction. Grumble at Tom. Rebecca Beachy. Brent Black. Alexa or Google or whatever, does a lifetime subscription remain valid in the state of undeath? Never-ending vodka mat perma-clugged in the best, last, biggest, most external, watching the final ultimate next revolution until the end of the Patreon name. 
Joseph Hegarty. Hazardous pods, jumbles around into soda shroud zap, Bayabiwa, the real cereal dragon and family. Gumble, tubble, spoon is bubble, I've got a crush on Betty Rubble. My event horizon is now the perfect size. Alexa, find me a podcast about navigating life as a little fledgling vampire. Alex Keane. Tom's collection of unnecessary weapons. Hark, the herald angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. Thanks for the gold bullion, idiots. Zoe, invest in crumpets. Unless you listen to the Life's a President podcast at tinyurl.com forward slash Life's a President or just search it on Spotify and look at my lovely cover art. The Serial Dragon and Family. There used to be a funny name here once, Brent Black, Screaming Stonehenge, Jonty Bloomington, Randy P. You say J, I say FK. FK, FK, FK. FK. So thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon, and as always, until next week, remember who pitched it. <laughs> <laughs>